One of the most highly anticipated movies of the year, Black Panther, hits theaters February 16th. For some, this will be a moment they waited for, for years. Going back to the days of sitting on the living room floor, reading front to back of the comics, trying to be like the lightning fast, cat-like reflex Black Panther. For many, this would be their first introduction to the Wakanda King. Welcome aboard. Let us be your tour guide into the universe of the Black Panther, telling you about some of the most captivating moments, daring feats, and explaining to you just how the Black Panther came about. Welcome to Wakanda. Enjoy your stay. What you see later on is the result of that, that the revolution, that change that takes place will not be televised. Welcome to the Aka Minority Podcast, episode 82. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. T'Challa. And with me is the most dangerous woman in the world, Nakia, a.k.a. Lady Godiva. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm so excited. We're finally getting to talk about my favorite superhero of all time but before we get into that i'm gonna knock out some housekeeping i want to first give a shout out to marvel entertainment for allowing us to do this and providing all the amazing sounds and sights that you have seen from us lately and pertains to black panther i want to give a shout out to loot crate because if you check the link in the description we have teamed up with loot crate to do a black panther themed loot crate you would get a mystery box full of Black Panther amazingness. I don't even want to spoil it for you. So just make sure you click that link in the description or you can go to trylootcrate.com backslash Minority. We also put some fungal pops in the in the description. I'm just excited. Everything about this episode is sponsored by Black Panther. It hits there this February 16th. Are you at? Are you are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready because we have seen this movie, let me tell you. You're going to love it just as we have. So without further ado, let's go. The revolution will not be televised, not be televised, and be no rerun, brothers and sisters. The revolution will be You know that the Black Panther was created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, first appearing in Fantastic Four issue number 52 on July 1966. Okay. Now, in this episode... Uh, this issue, actually, it gives the stereotypical types of Africa while pulling away from it. Shit in the opening, the thing is wondering about the jazzy flying fastback that they're riding in. <laughs> what? His, his words, by the way, not mine. And after finding out that it's from Africa, he says something along the lines of, how does a refugee from a Tarzan movie lay his hands on this kind of gizmo? You know, fi- further driving home the stereotypical perception of Africa. Now, what this whole issue about where they introduce the Black Panther is about the Fantastic Four. They get an invite to Wakanda, and now it's never really explained why, but Black Panther kicks their ass within four minutes of meeting them. All four of them, plus one, because Johnny brought his roommate from college. Like, they stopped and pick up Johnny, and then he just like, hey, my roommate, can he come too? And they're like, yeah, you can come to Wakanda. You know, maybe maybe Black Panther heard the comments that the thing had made in the flying gizmo or whatever. You know, he was setting traps and unleashing hell. Black Panther was kind of being a dick. Can we go be real about it? He was kind of being a dick. But it's kind of like he was playing his own version of the most dangerous game. At one point, the warriors of Wakanda are shooting lasers at the Fantastic Four. And the thing, being the most genius person that he is, he goes... What do they think they can do with shooting light 
flashlight beams just showing how technology advanced that the Wakandans are that laser beams wasn't even a thing yet you know my my favorite part of that issue has to be when Susan Storm goes invisible and the Black Panther was still able to catch her by following her scent that's amazing yeah that's pretty good (laughs) you know but the Black Panther is the first black superhero ever Hey! <laughs> Shout out to him. Stream goes. Anyways. Uh, but before the Falcon, Luke Cage, Green Lanham, Static Shock, Nighthawk, and Black Lightning, he was the rapper's delight of the superhero world. Can you believe that? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, that's pretty um, incredible. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Shout out to Stan Lee. And Jack Kirby. Stanley and Jack Kirby. Shout out to both of y'all. I appreciate y'all putting that amazing man in there. Exactly. Now, this part is not the truth, but it is because I said it is. Black Panther is based around the mighty Black Panther Party. Even though the Black Panther Party didn't form until October 1966, and the Black Panther came out in July of 1966, which means it was being worked on from probably years before then. Nah, 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 fuck that. We running with the idea because the first name before it was Black Panther was Cold Tiger. Now, that sounds like some soda. Like, you go to the store, like, let me get two Cold Tigers, root beer, light ice, because that's how they get you with the ice. Keep that ice. Give me the soda. So, yeah, but to give y'all a little more backstory, I have to go a bit back further than all that. Now, when you think of Africa, you think of struggling and late-night conversations for feeding kids. Wakanda... It's nothing like that. Damn near in the center of Africa, Wakanda is the richest and most technology advanced nation in the world. Wow. Yeah, all that stuff that Shark does with Iron Man is cool. The the flying and whatever, Wakanda been on that though before Tony was even born. Before Tony Stark's dad was even thinking about Stark's mom, before that night of unprotected sin somewhere in Middle America, man, yeah. Wakanda was already on. Shark, Shark is late to the party. You hear me? Shark is the knockout version of Wakanda. Iron Boy, Iron Light. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Wakanda is rich as fuck. Like, also, everybody is smart. This place has never been overtaken, not even once. That is unheard of in the history of ever, 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 ever. Ever, 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 forever. Never seen that long until you're grown and noticed the shout out to outcast. Anyway, you know, the slavery era was going around and it was rounding up black people for the trip to India. That was really what we know today as America. Wakanda, they wasn't having all that. Cleaning everybody up with booby traps that they have been making since the fifth century slavery was in the 16th century by the way they wasn't trying to hear that word of god when it's when the traps was ringing out man black panther tried to tell them go home and i'll let you live they laughed and well they never laughed again Nah, 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 nah. Lay the whole interaction out for them because that's some of the illest shit ever what happened Okay, after being told to go home, and they don't because listening is hard, the leader of the brainless tells them to fire. They pull their guns, and upon firing the gun, gun blows up in their hands. The Black Panthers just smile. 
Hashtag black men smiling. You know, some of them didn't even want this free smoke that was being passed out. So when the other people of the group died, they looked at the Black Panther and asked, could they leave? And he looks at them like, you should have been did that. Mm. Black Panther also beat Captain America's ass. The captain thought that Wakanda had been taken by the Nazis and came to help and left with the broken ego. Their friends now... <laughs> Yo, he also beat the KKK ass. Like, they tried to tie him up to a cross after he showed up to a meeting to try to fight racism, and he broke free and let loose with fists and feet. But going back before all this, before the riches, when they had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match, a vibrating, absorbing mineral crashed on Wakanda. Now, nobody knew what it was. I mean, it wasn't a Google or even an Ask G's back then. Remember that? Ask G's. I used to type in all kind of crazy shit into SGs. Anyway, anyway, we ain't gonna go into that. Anyway, they thought it was a gift from the gods. Oh my god, the first guy that touched it turned into a demon, and that made it for the longest Monday. <laughs> Pull a dude, you think you about to touch a rock? You're like, yeah, I'm about to be the first. You think he's about to be the first to get this gift from the gods? And then it's like, yo... Wakanda, you know, did, I, he demon now. He demon now. Like, what the fuck do you do with that? Yeah, that, how do you explain it to your wife? But anyway, what it was was vibranium, a vibration absorbing mineral. It takes all the sounds, vibrations, and energy it comes into contact with. Full time jack move. Don't worry, Skato. I get it back soon. Just having a little fun. Now, vibranium, while being powerful, was dangerous as well. Putting all kind of bad shit into the air. It was the first corporation. Now, Bushu ended up having to get everybody together and let them know that we're locking this down. It's cool and all, but I want to make it to Taco Tuesday. Because of that, he became the first Black Panther. See, that first dude, he thought he was going to become the first Black Panther or whatever. Nah, you just caught, you just caught demons. <laughs> you know, he became the first Black Panther, which started the force known today as the Black Panther, which is the ceremonial title given to the chief of the Panther Pride of the advancement of the African nation of Wakanda. Cause again, it's powerful. And this is the world in which we know. No good comes from the greedy hands of you motherfuckers. You're <laughs> <laughs> probably wondering how they make money. Being smart is great, but how did they become the most richest nation? Well, they dug into the stashes of vibranium. Years later, after they fixed all the demon stuff, of course, and they started selling a little bit, I mean, CeeLo did tell you to get up and get out and get something. Can't spend all your time trying to get high. Speaking of high, they were selling the small amount, selling the small amount for such high amounts that it was able to finance the whole nation. The whole freaking nation. No. No need to be greedy, but I got mad friends with Ben. She notes by the leg is true fucking players. I know you see me in the video. True. I know you heard me on the radio. But you still don't pay me no attention. Listening. Shout out to Biggie, man. Hey, but have you seen Wakanda? Which is pretty funny. Since the nation is on top of oil that they could sell. But instead of that, because they make so many greenbacks, they don't need to. But, but you know, but, but this, okay, fuck it. This is off track, but it's kind of on track. T'Chaka, in the comics, one dude comes to him when he's the Black Panther at the time, and he wants to buy some vibranium at whatever price, whatever price. He just, he, you know, name, you know, what do they say, name your price? 
You know, you know that type of stuff. Name your price. I give you whatever you want. You can have whatever you like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and he gets hit with the illest curve ever. Black Panther right to his face says, they're not for sale. Till the spiritual advancement of the West catches up to the technology prowess. It will be irresponsible to share our scientific discoveries with you. Basically, no motherfucker. But just like that thirsty bucket in your DMs, he comes back for more, asking the Black Panther if he calling him irresponsible children. To which Black Panther replies, no, more like sully teenagers who feel that their maturity warrants more than their behavior warrants. The fact that every conversation here is framed in terms of profit and power says it all. Yeah, the people of Wakanda seen the movies, though. They got Twitter. They know y'all just want war. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> leave to the death of T'Challa's dad at the hands of Ulysses Claw. How do you say the name again? <laughs> Ulysses Claw. Ulysses Claw, the footboy. Okay, the vibranium groupie. He built this whole ass machine to find some and who was mad when they wouldn't share it with them, with him. Isn't that crazy? How are you going to get mad? <laughs> oh, the death of his father, T'Chaka. T'Challa gets to be king, which brings us to the current Black Panther, the one in the theaters. T'Challa, lots of T's, I know. T'Challa's dad was pretty smart because he was training his son since the middle school era to be a terror. I wish a lot of parents would, you know, do that with their children. <laughs> Which came in handy since the young T'Challa was able to run off and fight off Ulysses Claw. <laughs> it's hard saying fuckboys' names. Yo, yo, staying stay with T'Challa's childhood, Wakanda does have this check and balances for being Black Panther, unlike America. Any and everybody can challenge the current once a year. So T'Challa didn't become Black Panther right away. He was a kid. A great one, but come on. So his uncle was the Black Panther. That was till the greatest fight in Wakanda's history. When T'Challa and his uncle went at it, and T'Challa ended up winning and becoming the new Black Panther. Now T'Challa, let me tell you, He's a different type of beast. This motherfucker is Will Chamberlain dropping a hundred a night type stuff. T'Challa has mastered every form of martial arts that is. I thought Prince being able to play 22 instruments was impressive. Black Panther knows every gun ever made, like in the history of gunpowder. Damn. <laughs> Plus, he knows how to use it. Tracking skills second to none. You pretty much dead right now and you don't even know it. He's looking for you. <laughs> Where do I send the flowers? Able to detect thousand senses. The man can tell if you're lying just by the way your body odor changes when speaking to him. He's the most dangerous superhero of them all. He was, man, this man was in a fight with a dude for 13 hours. I can't even sleep for 13 hours, let alone fight. <laughs> Remember that vibranium we were talking about earlier? Yeah, his, his suit is made out of that. Captain America's shield is too. So just imagine that shield being into a suit and you have the Black Panther suit. Nobody's beating him. 
Word to Matthew McConaughey, man. Black Panther, like, I need to explain to y'all how ill he is. The Black Panther went into a city of ninjas and was so smooth that they didn't even know he was there till he popped up and got the killing. He was just sitting in the dark watching a chess match be played. Jesus, the Black Panther has kicked Captain America's ass, Green Lantern, he didn't kick Iron Man, Silver Surfer, Luke Cage, and all the Fantastic Four. That's four Fantastic people all at fucking once. He beat Doom and all the mini Dooms. Yo, this he whooped up on the devil himself, Lucifer. He beat him so bad that he was like Metro Boom and won't won't no more. The man tortured the devil. <laughs> Time out. I just noticed, you're just gonna skip over them and my girl Storm for being married? I mean, I mean, well, um, if you wanna. <laughs> <laughs> well, I done got you, I done got you. I'm so, I'm so, I mean, I, I, I was thinking about it and I, was, I don't know. I'm gonna go. Tell, you can tell them about it. I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Storm. You, you can tell them about it. Tell them about it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, okay. The Black Panther and Storm is the greatest couple in the Marvel landscape. When T'Challa was young and not really able to be the panther yet, he got out and saw the world. While he was traveling, he was attacked about by a random group of men, which would have gone south if my girl, Aurora Monroe, didn't show up. They fell in love from that day and ended up getting married. We're not going to talk about anything after that about them because what happens after has to be about the business side of things. I mean, that can be fixed now since Disney owns everything. So maybe, hopefully, but anyway, now since I'm, uh, fuck it. I'm not, we're not gonna get into that. We, it's all love. Now, before y'all start thinking my boy's a meathead, let's get something straight. He is the eighth smartest person in the universe with a PhD in philosophy from Oxford. Dude is a world class tactician with contingency plans on how to be a villain who whole diet consists of eating planets. Yes, I said planets. He's also blessed by the panther gods that much like the base god has blessed the black panther with all the knowledge and power of all the past panthers, making him the most powerful panther ever. Which brings us to right now. T'Challa wants to bring his nation out of the shadows and the rest, well, Black Panther is in theaters February 16th. I want to take a moment I want to take a moment right now just to talk about Jack, Jack Kirk, Kirby, Jack Kirby. I can't, I can, so, I'm so emotional right now. I can't talk. Jack Kirby and Stanley. I really appreciate, I really appreciate what they did because I was watching a couple of interviews about him and Stanley was like, he really didn't like the landscape that superheroes was at in the sixties. And he said he wanted to do something about rep representation on TV. Cause if, if one thing could be said about Stanley, Stanley loves black people. Because Black Panther is deadly, he's smart, and it breaks down all the stereotypes that were placed on Africa at the time. Like he never, like he never, and then when the, when the Black Panthers came about, the Black Panther came, party came about, he didn't denounce them either. He was like, yo, we, we didn't base us off there because we were first, but fuck it, I still say that they, they same thing. So I want to just, I wouldn't say just take the time to thank them for taking the time out of their because they didn't have to do this. Like, it's one thing to do it, especially in the 60s, man, please. So, Stanley, Jack Kirby, I appreciate all your efforts. It's going to be funny 
Uh, never mind. Because we already seen the movie, so I can say that. But yeah, it's going to be really interesting how they do. Yeah, we're just going to say February 16th, go out and see the movie. If you're listening to this after February 16th, and it's like October or something, then go buy the movie on Blu-ray. Make sure you get that loot crate, Black Panther crate, because you do not want to miss out on that one. It will have limited edition items that will never be made again after February 19th when you can sign up. If you sign up before February 19th, you will not only get a Black Panther loot crate, but you will be entered to win a mega crate, which will have all the... Black Panther comics. It will have in addition to the regular Black Panther crate. It will have a PS3. I mean PS3. It'll have a PS4. It's gonna have a whole bunch of stuff. Monopoly game. You do not want to miss this, man. So again, this has been a Because Black special of the Awkward Minority Podcast in conjunction with Marvel Entertainment. Take us out of here, Nikia. Take us out of here. <laughs> hey. Thank you guys for joining us. And I'm sure you're going to enjoy the movie just like we did. Yeah, the Aqua Minority Podcast each and every Wednesday. The AquaMinority.com. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. <laughs>